1: All right, let's get right back into it. You know, we've talked a lot about this uh, since it was announced earlier this week from Police Chief Mark Saunders. Toronto police are going to ban their officers from consuming cannabis within 28 days of reporting for duty once legalization comes into effect next Wednesday. The association not happy about it. Their head, Mike McCormick, has joined us here on The Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto to tell us why they are not happy. Mike, how you doing?
0: I'm doing great, and, and you know, what an apropos title, the head of Toronto Police Association, now we're talking about weed, so let's get right into it, I guess.
1: <laughs> uh, well, let's, okay, since you introduced yourself that way. So, I think you did, John. Okay, well, yeah, you can take credit for it, though. So tell me, okay. why are you upset? The 28-day waiting period, what's wrong with that? I mean, I'm, I'm told the RCMP are also banning their members from consuming within 28 days of being on shift.
0: Well, the the bottom line is, first of all, there's no signs attached that this 28 days, uh, like, what does that mean? That that basically means the prohibition on a legal substance. And, you know, because it's a legal substance, there's no indication that impairment would last into 28 days. So it seems to be an arbitrary number. But, John, like, this is a draft policy that the chief has presented. I'm going to be meeting with the chief and command and discussing this. There's all kinds of issues around that from a labor perspective. It's a legal substance. So now they're saying, okay, 28 days, what's that based on?
1: Well, the chief said because uh, they have it on good authority, I don't know what their, uh, their science or their evidence is exactly, but their spokesperson said it stays in the system for 30 days.
0: Yeah, I mean, whether it stays in your system or but does that impair... We already have very rigorous language about being fit for duty, and you have to be fit. You can't be impaired by alcohol. You can't be impaired by drugs. You can't be impaired by uh, lack of sleep. Uh, So we already have uh, very rigorous rules about being fit for duty. So, again, I just don't see this as tangible. I think it's fraught with problems. Um, So if, if they're saying, okay, if you have cannabis in your system, uh, and you can't report for work for 28 days. What happens now when it is a legal substance and people are smoking it, and we as officer, officers are going up to investigate, and you're getting secondhand smoke? So now I'm getting secondhand smoke in my system. Am I supposed to now self-declare and say, well, look, I've got uh, cannabis in my system because i got got secondhand smoke, and now I have to go off for 28 days, and the, the taxpayers are going to pay for that?
1: Yeah, you know, I don't disagree. The enforcement of this is just going to be... You know, a dog's breakfast. I don't know how it could be enforced. But let me back up, Mike. Fit for duty. This is something the Vancouver Police Department decided as their criterion. You know, officers just have to show up fit for duty. But that's self-reporting or the honor system. The onus is on the officer to feel fit for duty, right?
0: Well, no. The onus is that you should, uh, you have to be fit for duty, and then we have a high degree of supervision, and the supervisors are supposed to check and make sure you're fit for duty. So, first of all, police officers take their drugs responsibly. It's not like you know, it's 1936 and we got reefer madness, and all these guys are going to be out uh, smoking dope like beans. Mm. Like the bottom line is that you know they're going to show up, to, they're going to be fit for duty, and if you are unfit, like I said, whether you're impaired by alcohol, whether you're impaired by whatever. And then, then, you know, you would have to then not be able to, to uh, parade for duty or go out on the road and you would be declared unfit for duty. So there's no difference between weed or alcohol or anything else. And we think that's the right way to go. And that not only is the Vancouver position, but it, that is the National Canadian Police Association position as well.
1: All right. So your own professionalism then should be the guideline. And as you say, you've got a chain of command that would ensure that there's a quality control element to it within the ranks.
0: Exactly. And, you know, John, it's really like 28 days. So if they're saying that an officer is unfit or impaired to do their duties for 28 days, does that now apply to anybody operating heavy equipment, anybody who's driving a motor vehicle. So, you know, I I think that this is going to be a learning process for everybody. But the 28 day basically results in, in an absolute prohibition and it's just not practical
1: again with mike mccormick president of the toronto police association on this 28-day window of prohibition against smoking dope uh when it's legalized next wednesday this came down from the chief and i know at the time you had suggested well we haven't had time to really look at it and have a legal analysis uh it's been three days now have you had a chance
0: yeah we, we've looked at it and like i say it's fraught with all kinds of issues around legal challenges it's a legal substance uh, and not only that, when we look at the the, the, the draft policy, uh, which we were just uh, seeing for the first time over the last day or so, um, you know, again, when we're talking about being fit for duty or we're talking about it doesn't even address 2nd smoke, it would be a nightmare if this policy gets implemented the way it is. Like I say, what happens if, John, you and I are, are like, walking down the street and, and somebody's smoking dope and you get that smoke in your system and you go self? declare and say okay i'm injured on duty and i get 28 days off so you know how many police officers are exposed to sex and a section of smoker could say that and the next thing we'll have we're already short a number of police officers we're gonna have them all self-declaring that they're unfit for duty it just it just makes no sense at all
1: well it sounds like it's setting up for a legal quagmire and i know you've talked about this as a collective agreement thing as well uh does it breach the collective agreement
0: it doesn't breach the collective agreement uh, other than the, the ability for people to be judged fit for duty. And and again, like the you know we're hoping that uh, of, through discussions with the chief, this draft policy will be changed to reflect the realities uh, of what's going on here. And you know, like I said, John, we're going to have to go through this, and there's going to be lots of uh, tweaks to to what's going on uh, around these policies to to make them work as we go through this process.
1: But Mike, we're five days out. What happens Wednesday? <laughs>
0: well wednesday that that'd be very interesting and that's why um you know we're hoping to get this meeting with the chief and have a a realistic policy not this 28 days and i can tell you if if the 28-day policy is implemented as a policy not a draft policy uh it would it will create a ton of problems and you know we'll have to take up all the legal challenges around that
1: you're not intimating there could be a wildcat are you (laughs)
0: <laughs> maybe it'll be like at city hall we could have like a, a smoke in or some right. big bong yeah. set up i don't know
1: storm out well you know it's interesting storm because really if the 28 day policy is still in effect wednesday and let's just say right now if uh somebody's away on vacation and they're having a bit of uh legal weed not legal right now but uh they're ha- they would test positive if anybody decided that they I- should be tested I-, I guess testing is the other issue i mean uh would you want your members subjected to any kind of testing
0: no, and we are categorically against drug testing. And, and again, it goes to the fit for duty. It's not a, a random thing. If somebody's not fit for duty, then they should be judged unfit for duty. And, and, you know, that's a great point that you bring, John. Like, so then what happens if somebody, like, worked at a, a, a pay or policing function at a concert or investigated somebody and they know that they've uh, inhaled second-hand smoke? Now, do they say, look, you know, this policy comes into effect Wednesday? I'm going to self-declare that I've uh, got sick had smoke, and I I'm going to go off uh, injured on duty for the next 28 days. And, and why wouldn't you? And, you know, rather than take that risk of breaching the policy, and I think that that's where you're going to have a huge uh, problem of officers who are just saying, "Look, I may have smoking; it I'm not, on my system. I'm not taking that chance." Uh, and I'm just going to uh, go off uh, injured on duty.
1: Last question, Mike, on the enforcement side of things. I mean, are you guys prepared to uh, effect any serious enforcement? I mean, we know this is all going to be a, a social experiment when it's rolled out. But, uh, you know, whether it's sobriety testing roadside and then uh, saliva tests, maybe trying to draw blood, but you got to do it within a two hour window for it to be valid. I mean, are you guys equipped for all of that?
0: Uh, you know, that's a great question, John, and that's something that we're trying to figure out. And again, we're going to be meeting with the chief in command. I don't know at this point. I would say this is going to be a work in progress. I would say, no, we're not we're not ready for it right yet. So, you know, we'll have to see how this thing goes as we go forward.
1: All right, and we'll watch how it uh, goes going forward. It's uh, T-minus five days and counting, so <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk again real soon. I appreciate your time. Have a great weekend, Mike.
0: You too, John. Take care. Yep,
1: Mike McCormick, president of the Toronto Police Association. So now, you know, we'll come back in a moment. Uh, More police concerns with another shooting in the city of Toronto yesterday in broad daylight. I'm going to come back with a couple of questions for you, and we'll see if we have time to take some calls, whether or not this is the new normal. Oakley Show continues at Global News Radio 640 Toronto.